Time now for New Hope Radio on AM 1100 KFAX. This program is the radio ministry of New Hope Christian Fellowship in Hayward, a place of healing and restoration. Now here's today's message of hope. See, when next time you look at a cross, you're not going to look at it as, oh, the cross. You're going to look at it as one arm representing my past. Because the enemy's been beating me up. The enemy's been telling me that, that, uh, that because of my past, I can never be who God called me to be. And matter of fact, every time I make a mistake, folks want to bring up my past. But until I get, you know why they have, you know why they can bring up your past? Because you have not yet forgiven yourself. From the very past that God has already forgiven you from. Because the cross... You know, when you came and said, I I surrender, I give my heart to you, Lord. No, it didn't mean in that moment you are perfect. It means that you signed up to be perfected. You can put your arm down for just a second. My my God brother. I'm sorry. My God. I need it two weeks in a row. My God brother said this when he signed up for the military. He signed up. He didn't know how to swim. But he signed up. He says, and so what they did was they put everybody in a helicopter um, during one of the, the, the boot camps. They put them in a helicopter and, and, and flew over the ocean. He says, oh, man, we're going on a little trip to see the ocean. This is awesome. He says, all right, this is cool. He said, and all of a sudden the helicopter just stopped and Hoover, he was just hanging over the ocean. And all of a sudden they start throwing people off the, the helicopter. <laughs> into the water and he said he was pushed out not knowing to swim not knowing how to swim but by the time he landed in the water he figured it out real quick God is perfecting you and some of you don't like that he's pushed you oh man it don't feel good Sam, we're not even in a place. Let somebody email. If I just walked up behind you and just went like that, you'd be like, you all right? You got a problem? But God is now pushing us. Yes, he is. Because if he didn't push us, we would never be perfected. If he didn't push us, there wouldn't be things we learned. All right? So we're being perfected. We signed up to be perfected. Lord, perfect me. I'm not perfect, but what I am is forgiven. I'm not perfect, but I'm forgiven. Oh, man. Come on, say it. I'm not perfect, but I'm forgiven. Ooh, man, let your language change. Start, start walking around your house. When people say, well, mama, I'm not perfect, but I'm forgiven. Look in the mirror. When you look in the mirror and you, don't, and, and you see yourself and you're not where you want to be, you need to say, I'm not perfect. I'm not there yet, but I'm forgiven. Yes. All right. So the one thing I got to understand is I'm forgiven. My past is forgiven. He became the curse of my past so that I can have a future. I gave him my sorrow and my heaviness that he could give me joy and praise. That's why I enter into his gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise is because I'm no longer bound by the stains of my past. I'm no longer bound. Matter of fact, my sickness is attached to my past. Oh, man, that just that just that just jumped in real quick. My sickness, my defeat, my anxiety, 
my disease. How many believe that God's going to heal you from something? The first thing he has to heal you from is your past. You have to believe that you're forgiven. Because if you can believe that you're forgiven, then the disease no longer has authority to even stick around. My God, let me help Jeremy out real quick because I'm going to need him to stay like this for a minute. I'm going to need him to stay like this for a minute. Let me help you out, Jeremy. Let me help you out, Jeremy. There you go, Jeremy. Let me help because Jeremy need to stay like that for a minute. <laughs> Jeremy said, I'm going to start stretching when I come to church. Look at it. So, so this is my past. I'm no longer bound by it. I'm no longer confused by it. I'm no longer abused by it. I'm no longer challenged by it. Yes, it existed, but it is not greater than the God I serve. It could have killed me, but it didn't. It hurt me, but I'm still standing. It lied to me, but I'm still here. Oh my God. It wanted to kill me, but guess what? God's plan for my life was greater. So because I'm forgiven, oh, let me bless you. Because I'm forgiven by everything in my past, I can forgive everything in my That's right. Because if I can't forgive everything in my past, then the Bible says if you cannot forgive, you cannot be forgiven. And some of us are wondering why the disease or the issue is still hanging around because it's an indicator that you are stating that you're forgiven, but you don't really believe it. Because when you really believe that you're forgiven, you don't talk about it no more. How'd you get that scar? Oh man, something happened in my past. But praise God, He brought me out. My my language changes based on what I've been through. Think about it. Every mother in here, think about every mother in here, you forget about the birth travail. The only time you remember is somebody say, you're going to have another one. Oh, no. <laughs> no, 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 no. But as you look at that baby and you carry that baby and you walk with that baby and that baby begins to grow up, what you're thinking about is all the beautiful moments that you're having with this child and how they're growing. And as a matter of fact, I've even heard some of you say, I wish you could start all over again. And I wish that I could go through it all over again. I missed them as this and I missed them at that. Even though you had to get up in the middle of the night and rub your eyes and feed them and you were walking around on fumes, you forget all of that because the love for the child, the love of the present, the love of the future is greater than the the travail of the past. So he said, I forgive this. I want you to say this. He says this, and the present, not only do I have to be delivered from what happened in the past, I got to deal with what's going on right now. There's some stuff going on. I can't even get here until I can get here. 
if I can trust him here and I can trust him here, then I can get here. But God, listen, I'm stuck between my past and my present and I'm never enjoying where I'm going because I can't get past what I went through and I can't get past where I'm at. I'm not where I want to be. I'm not experiencing the fullness that I want to be. Well, the reason why you're not experiencing the fullness of what you want to be is because you never dealt with where you went. If I can be healed from where I came from, then I can be strengthened to deal with what, because if he did it once, he'll do it again. You know, the children of Israel, the children of Israel was this way. See, see, I want you to understand this. God cannot stand murmuring. God cannot stand complaining. God cannot stand unbelief. This is, let me prove it to you. The Bible says this. He says this, that the children of Israel in the wilderness, when I read this, I was shocked. They, they begin to complain after he parted the Red Sea, after he rained down food from heaven, after he opened up the mouth of the rock, and not just opened up the mouth of the rock, the Bible says the rock follows them. He he was not opening up new rocks. The rock that he opened followed them, it says, because the rock was Jesus Christ. I I don't know about y'all, but if I looked around and saw a rock following me, I'd be like, there is a God somewhere but this is what I read they were murmuring and complaining they even said this we're tired of this food when you get a chance when you, when you, when you get a chance read it. he said we're, they got to the point where they were they were so uppity in the wilderness <laughs> one thing to be on the hill, but in the wilderness they were up and they got to the place where they were like, you know what? We should just, why are we not back in Egypt? We're tired of this food that God himself is providing. We're tired of going. And the Bible says that there was this, this rebellion that, that, that began to raise up. Or rise up. This rebellion began to rise up. And, 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 and the Bible says this, that, that, that in the end, what God did, and I want you all to see this. I want you to take your minds and understand that the same God yesterday is the same God today and forevermore. What is being swallowed up by the earth? By God's command because of our unbelief and our murmuring. That's right. Look what happened. The Bible says that the ones that rebelled, he swallowed them up in the earth. Them and their whole families. What's being, I don't know what's wrong with my son. Maybe what's wrong with them is you. I don't know what's wrong with my daughter. She just can't get it together. Maybe what's wrong with them is you. Because we haven't taught our children how to praise God through any storm because they see us complaining about our storm. 
We wonder why they're going and looking for relief in other areas such as drugs and alcohol and sex with other people. We wonder why they're doing that. Maybe it's because we in front of them are not looking to the hill from which cometh our help. Our help comes from the Lord, so we're letting our children know your help comes from the Lord. He's the one that makes us whole and complete. You don't have to look for other stuff. What are they seeing in the home? If we sat down with them and you said to them, do you really believe that I'm a child of God? Would you be ready for their response? I know you say it, Dad, but I don't always believe it because I see how you treat mom. Or I see how you treat dad. Or I see how you treat the house. I see how when people from the church are coming over, how you get it together. But when it's us here, it doesn't matter how we live. So yeah, I, I believe that you love Christ, but I'm confused about your walk. And then we watch them walk up, grow up, and be confused about their walk because they learned it from us. All right? All right? So let me stop that. So our past and our present and our future is at the cross. Thank you for my past because it made me. Thank you for my presence because it's making me. My present because it's making me. And thank you for my future. I'm headed. I'm headed. Now, you got to see this. And I close with this. Sammy, come here real quick again. Stand over here and just have your back to me. The cross has a purpose. The cross is to lead me to the kingdom. Because once I understand that I'm forgiven... Once I understand that I'm strengthened and once I understand that there's a destiny for me, then look what happens here. I deal with this. God forgives me. And then I deal with this and God is healing me. And then I deal with this and this is directing me towards the lordship of the Lord. And now I must follow him so that I can be whole. I'm forgiven. I'm set free. But I follow him that I might be whole. That I may walk in destiny. And I know that he's going to go places that I have. I don't even have a clue where I'm going. But I go from here to here because this is the plan of God for my life. And I'm hungry for whatever God has for me. The whole plan of God. I'm not hungry for part of the plan. I'm not hungry for part of the plan. I'm hungry for the whole plan that turns me in the direction of the kingdom. Because I get, I go from getting it free to it costing everything. Oh, let me say that again. I go from it being free to it costing me everything. I go from looking at it, being healed from it, to it costing me everything. I go from a face-to-face encounter with Jesus Christ to a follow me and let me make you fishers of men. I go from the cross to the kingdom because I'm hungry. I'm hungry for more of him. Where you lead me, I will follow because it's in following you that I have authority. It's, watch this, it's here that I'm forgiven, 
but it's here where I'm healed. It is here because it was here. Remember, when Jesus got out of the grave, he lifted his hands up differently. They were no longer wounded. They were no longer bruised. Now they're in victory. So the image is different. It goes from connecting me to giving me authority. Oh man, come on somebody. It goes from, see, this is where, see, I've been here for so long that, that, that I don't even know authority. I know forgiveness, but now he wants me to know authority. But authority is going to cost me something because authority requires requires me to follow him at all costs. And to be led by him. I trust you, Lord. I trust you, Lord, (laughs) to do what you call me to do. Let's give God a praise offering. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) Let's stand to our feet. Let's stand to our feet. I'm going to finish by reading you this, Ephesians 16 through 20. While you stand up, I want you to see this. You can put that up on the screen, Ephesians 3, 16. Through 20. I want you to see this. And, and I liked how, I love reading from different translations, but I liked how the King James really broke down Ephesians 3 and 16 and through 20. It blessed me when I looked at this. Look at this. That he would grant you according to the riches of his glory. I want you to just really receive this. To be strengthened with might by his spirit in the inner man. Now, this is not at the cross anymore, Miguel. This is walking kingdom authority. If you're at the cross, you're not, you're not ready for this. Because you're still dealing with forgiveness. Now God's ready to strengthen you and grant you, look at this, might. You're not forgiven yet, so you can't even walk in the might. You're not ready to walk in the authority. Because if he gave you the authority before you're forgiven, you'll use the authority to beat yourself up. He says that he might grant you, according to the riches of his glory, to be strengthened with might by his spirit in the inner man. Next verse, look at this, 17th verse. That Christ may dwell in your hearts by faith. I'm no longer, huh, is he? Uh, I don't, eh, uh, uh, I'm no longer seesawing. I'm no longer up and down. That he may dwell in my heart by faith. I think the song said earlier, didn't it, Pastor Randy? When I don't feel like it, he's, he's still God. That you being rooted and grounded in love, the love of God, the love of God, look, may be able, go ahead, may be able to comprehend I can't comprehend nothing because I'm still dealing with the past. Uh I'm still dealing with the present. I can't comprehend where I'm going because I'm still trying to figure out how I got here in the first place. Instead of giving God the praise, I'm still here. Praise God that the thing I smoked didn't take me out. Praise God that the thing that I laid with didn't take me out. Praise God that the thing that I drunk didn't take me out. Praise God that all that I did didn't take me out. The enemy's plan was to take me out, but God's love and grace has me here today. 
Look at you now. Look at you now. Look at you now. The worst thing, look, the best thing you can do is the worst thing the devil wants you to see you do. You need to start popping your collar in the spirit. wait for nobody to tell you you look good you look in the mirror and say you're looking good you're looking good you're looking good you should be able to comprehend with all saints what is the breath go back go back that you may be able to comprehend what is the breath the length and the depth and the height look at this look at this everything's pointing to the cross so that you can get to the kingdom I enter into the cross to get to the kingdom. Look at this. And then look at the next verse. Look at this. And to know the love of Christ, which passes knowledge, that you might be filled with all the fullness of God. That you might be filled with all the fullness of God. There's a fullness in this house for you today. I feel it. I never look at the words fullness and joy and all that. Keep that there for a second because I want to read the last verse. I never look at it as a thing. I look at it as a a person. I look at it as someone who has been sent by God. I see the fullness as someone sent by God. That you go back, go, go back. 19th verse, that you might be filled with the fullness of God. Because out of your belly will flow rivers of living water. Out of your belly will flow rivers of living water. I feel the fullness of God walking around this room. I feel the fullness of God walking around this room. Come on. I feel the fullness of God, Elizabeth, walking around this room. He said this, that you might be filled with the fullness of God. Last verse says this, and this is how we're closing. Randy's going to be playing, and I want anybody that's hungry and anyone that's thirsty for the fullness, anyone that's hungry and thirsty, fullness of God. Come stand at the altar. Not you yet, not you. Because we're so conditioned that we want everything to come to us. Fullness of God that has been sent by God to fill every man and woman in this house. Position yourself at the altar. Whosoever will, that's thirsty and hungry, will come. And grab hold of you today so that you might fill them. Last verse says this, 20th verse. Now unto him that is able to do exceeding abundantly above all that we ask or think according to the power that works in us. Look at 19 and 20. That he may fill us so that once we're filled, whatever we ask for, He'll do exceeding abundantly. Everything that we think, he'll do exceeding abundantly. You can't have 20 until you have 19. 19 says that he may fill you so that you can get to 20. And whatever you ask and whatever you think, 
he'll do exceeding abundantly above all. So while the music is playing, if you're hungry, the fullness of God is right here. He's been sent by God to fill us. I want you to have a different kind of expectation today. I don't want you to expect just a touch. I don't want you to expect just an emotional experience. I don't want you to expect just a simple move of God. Don't worry about the next service. What I want you to expect is to be filled with the fullness of God given by the Holy Spirit and not just experience it but the Bible said with a sign and seal I want God to show you and tell you that you've been filled with a sign and with a seal the upper room they spoke with other tongues when Jesus breathed on them they walked in obedience whatever it is if you're not filled and you're stuck at 19 and you can't even get to 20 yet I want you to come to the altar right now that you may be filled I want you to come ready to forgive your past Accept where God is and what he's doing in the present and let him point you to your future so that you walk in the authority of God. So come while the music is playing. This has been New Hope Radio, a ministry of New Hope Christian Fellowship located at 22110 Montgomery Street in Hayward. Services are held Sundays at 9 and 11.30 and Wednesdays at 7 p.m. with Spanish service each Sunday at 2.30. For more information, find New Hope Christian Fellowship online at hope4hayward.com. That's hope, the number four, hayward.com. Join us again next week at this time for New Hope Radio here on AM 1100 KFAX.